Bibles with me here today. Thank you, worship team. We're going to go ahead and get right into it this afternoon. Amen. I just want to take this time to thank Pastor Sister Chella, amen, and this church for giving me the opportunity to speak here today, amen. Uh, I don't count it lightly, amen, but this is a privilege to be able to be up here to bring forth the word Amen. Uh, on a Sunday afternoon. Amen. How many of you guys are glad that it's Sunday? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Chapter four, verse three. And as I was preparing this message, I, I kept, you know, for those of you who, who, who preach or give a Bible study, you know, when you're preparing, you always have that question like, God, is this what you want me to speak? Right. God, is this what is this what's for the people? Right. And, and and, you know, this morning throughout the whole service was confirmation from Brother Ricky getting getting promoted, uh, you know, to assistant staff. Amen. To to all the different things, even the conference videos. Amen. Was reminding me that that this is the word that God wants to speak to us today. Amen. How many guys are ready for the word? Amen. How many guys are ready for something great from the Lord? Amen. Second Timothy. Chapter four, verse three through five. You guys got it? Amen. Let's go ahead and read. It says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. Verse 5, This here's the key. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord, but work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Amen. Father, have your way here today. Speak to us. Holy Spirit, move in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Go ahead and be seated. Amen. If you're taking notes here this morning, the title of this message is Carry the Vision. Carry the Vision. Amen. And, and, and I was kind of laughing when I was writing that down because I would think that if Pastor Steve was still alive, he would probably make a title that said, Steph, carry the vision. Right? Steph, carry the vision. Amen. Not Steph Curry. Steph, carry. Amen. Carry the vision. Amen. How many of you guys know that, that we live in a time where everything is being challenged? Right? Everything is being challenged. Everything is up for debate right? Everything is questionable, right? That there's an opposition to everything nowadays, right? And there's no difference in the church of God, right? That what we believe, right? What we, what we do, right? Uh, 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 Our values, our vision sometimes gets questioned, sometimes gets challenged, right? Sometimes, and, and most oftentimes is met by opposition, right? A few weeks ago, my dad spoke about Nehemiah and the, and, and the uh, opposition that they faced, right? Opposition from the outside, but even opposition from the inside, amen? That everything today is being challenged, right? Have many, any of you here faced challenges, amen, recently, amen, at your job, with your family, right? And, you know, it could pertain to church or what you believe or even, you know, things in our school are being challenged, right? If marriage is between man and a woman or if it's okay for a man and a man or a woman and a woman, right? But see, we have values, right? But these things are being challenged today, right? Our beliefs, our values, 
our foundations, right? And here in Timothy, Paul is warning Timothy almost 2,000 years ago about challenges, about opposition, right? About things that are going to contend against his faith and against his principles, amen? That, that he is telling him, you know, that there are going to be challenges, but he also encourages him to hold strong. See, every generation has had to face opposition while holding true to their purpose, their vision, and their values. Amen. Every generation has to hold on to what they believe or else it can be washed away. Amen. It can be taken away. Right? It can be dissolved. Amen. We, we, we read there in the book of Judges that it says when, when, when Joshua died, a generation grew up who knew not what the Lord had done right? That it's just a generation away. Amen. Our beliefs, our values, the word of God is just a, a generation away from extinction. Amen. And the same goes for our vision in Victory Outreach, our purpose in Victory Outreach, our calling that is just a generation away from extinction. We've heard our elders say it. We've heard our founders say it. Amen. We've, we've heard our leaders say it. Amen. That it is up to us to keep it going. Amen. I like what Martin Luther King Jr. said. He says, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Amen. We could all stand strong in our comfort place, right? We could all stand strong where things are secure, right? We can all talk about how good God is while we're in church. But when you're at your job, how bold are we? right? When you're with, you know, you're the lost souls, when you're out there in the street, Jesse, is it as easy as in the church? Right? I like what he said. It's not in moments of comfort, but it's in moments of challenge, right? That that's where true character is revealed, right? Under pressure, right? It's under pressure that true character and commitment and values, amen, are shown. Paul, Paul tells us that there will be challenge. Amen? There will be challenge. Many will ignore, he says, the word of God. He says there will be a time where they return from God's values, that they will ignore purity, loyalty, integrity, and commitment, that they will follow their own desires. Amen? That they will look for teachers and churches, amen, that will tell them what they want to hear, not what they need to hear. Amen? There are churches out there that they tailor make their beliefs, their messages to what the people want to hear. Right? They have people studying and statistics that say, if we preach this, we'll be able to bring in this many people. Right? But here in this church, we believe, no, we're going to preach what God wants us to preach, and we're going to believe that the Holy Spirit brings them in because we want not to raise up babies or people that are not fit, but we want to raise up strong individuals. Amen? Like Brother Ricky. Come on. Amen? It says that they will reject truth and chase after myths. You know what the definition of a myth is? It says it's a widely held but false belief or idea. Widely held. I mean, it's accepted in, in a lot of places by many people even though it's false. Even though it's not true. Even though that it's not genuine. Even though that it's not the word of God, people will believe it just because it is accepted. 
We live in a society where a lot of things are accepted even though they're not true, right? Even though they're not lawful, right? Just because something is legal doesn't mean it's good to do, right? Just because they pass a proposition doesn't mean that it's true, right? Just because certain people are elected doesn't mean it is true, amen? We at Victor Rowry here in this church, we have to stand upon what is true, amen? I believe that Paul was not only warning Timothy of this challenge, but also warning him of the temptation to conform to society. He was not only warning him of what to come, but he was saying, make sure that you don't conform. Make sure that you don't change your values in order to fill your church, in order to fill your life group, in order to let pe make people like you, but, but stand on what you believe and defend what you believe, right? Amen. I believe that he was warning him against that temptation. Amen. In 1 Timothy 6, Paul tells him to keep to the wholesome teachings of Jesus Christ, to guard, to guard what God has entrusted him. Amen. Going back to our opening scripture, Paul encourages Timothy, Timothy to keep a clear mind. Amen. To keep a clear mind. To not be afraid. Right? He says, don't be afraid to sacrifice. Don't be afraid to give up your reputation. Come on, youth. Right? Don't be afraid maybe not to be the most popular kid on campus. Right? Don't be afraid, maybe, uh, uh, of not getting that promotion because you're standing for your values. Don't be afraid to sacrifice. Don't be afraid to serve. But he says, tell others the good news. Be a light. Be an example. Be a beacon. Amen? He says, to carry out the ministry God has given you. Amen? Has God entrusted us today? Amen? I know God has entrusted me. I know God has, has put a burden upon my heart. Amen. That's the reason why I'm here is because of the vision that God has put upon my heart. Amen. I believe that Paul was transmitting to Timothy what, what I believe that what Paul was transmitting to Timothy, God is wanting to transmit to us here today. Amen. That the same warning that God, that Paul was giving Timothy, God wants to warn us that, hey, there is a time. And I believe that time is now right? That people are going to not serve God, but serve themselves. Amen. That they're not going to, to fall under sound teaching and sound doctrine, but they're going to search for things, for people to speak what they want to hear, what their itching ears want to hear. That people today are not looking for truth, but they're looking for comfort. Amen. They're looking for, you know, approval, right? Or they're looking for, you know, uh, 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 to, to, you know, put a stamp on what they're doing. Right? There's, there's churches like that. Crazy things. Amen? But as Victory Outreach, amen? How many guys here belong to Victory Outreach? Amen? I want to speak vision here today. Amen? I want to speak a little purpose here today. Amen? That we are Victory Outreach. Amen? We are saved by Christ, right? We are covered by the blood. But you know what? We carry the banner of Victory Outreach. Amen? We carry the values and the principles that have been passed down. Amen? And that's the vision that we have to protect. Amen. It's this vision. It's this purpose. It's this cause that we must protect. Amen. He has given us a vision and a purpose and values that he wants us to receive, keep, and pass on. Amen. It is up to us to internalize it. It's up to us to apply it. And it's us to pass it on to the next generation. 
amen, that it's up to us to pass it on to Josh and Alina and Damon. I see you guys back there, right? It's up to us, right? It's up to us. Because if we don't, if we say, oh, they're just youth, they'll get it, they might not. They might not. It's up to us to pass it on. Amen. God has entrusted us, like Timothy, to carry out his vision. Amen. A real quick, if you're not familiar with our vision of Victory Outreach, in 1967, God called Pastor Sonny and Julie to start a ministry for drug addicts and their families. Amen. They're in East L.A. And through over the years, and despite opposition, Victory Outreach has grown and developed into one of the largest inner city ministries of the world. Amen. With churches all over the world, right? In over 30 countries. Amen. God has been faithful. Amen. God has been faithful to his promise because our leaders have kept the vision and values that God set before us. Amen. We have not diverted. We have not changed. Right? We kept the course. Even in times of trials and, and opposition and, and things that came against us, we have hold true to that. Amen. And I believe that's why we have the effectiveness that we have today. Right? We are a cutting-edge ministry. Amen. We do bold, crazy things. Right? Pastor Adam Ibarra said, you guys are crazy to come out here and have church at the Oakland Coliseum. Amen. We do crazy stuff like that. Right? We put on crazy dramas. Right? We put on crazy plays. There's no other ministry probably before we started doing it. They probably started copying us. Right? That come out with shotguns and, and smoking fake weed and drinking alcohol. And, you know, we, who does that? We do that. Amen. Victory Outreach does that. The Duke of Earl. Shock. All these different things. Right? Going to Africa. Going to the Philippines. Right? We are a cutting edge ministry. Why? Because that's what God has called us to do. That's what God has envisioned us to do. That's what God has anointed us to do. Amen. And I want to let you know that if you're here today, that same anointing is for you. That same power is for you. A few weeks ago, Pastor Ezra spoke there in San Jose, and he said, it's the same God. We serve the same God that Pastor Sonny serves. We serve the same God that Pastor Ed serves. We serve the same God that Pastor Steve serves. We serve the same God and the same power and the same anointing. Amen? That we here today are no different than the church that was there on Glass Street back in 1967. That there are pastors in this sanctuary. That there are evangelists in this sanctuary. That there are worship leaders in this sanctuary. Come on. There are men's home directors in this sanctuary. There are women's home directors in this sanctuary. There are gang leaders in this sanctuary. But like that, there are some people nodding out here today probably. Amen? Not Hopefully not off heroin. Maybe just because the time changed. Amen? But Pastor Sonny would come and he would preach that vision. He would preach that fire. And there would be drug addicts nodding out. Taking money out the offering bucket. Right? But he would still preach the vision because God gave him a promise. Amen? Has, it, has God promised you here today? Right? Has God given you a city? Has God given you a neighborhood? Has God gave you, gave you certain individuals? You have to carry that vision. Don't be conformed. Don't be deterred. Don't be misled. Amen? But let the Holy Spirit guide you. So what is our vision? Isaiah 45, 2 and 3 talks about how God will go before us and he will level those mountains and make crooked places straight and he will break down obstacles that he will give us treasures out of darkness. 
Amen. I look out and I see treasures out of darkness. Amen. If you're a treasure out of darkness, you need to praise God a little bit this morning. Right? Come on, Jonathan. You need to praise God a little bit this morning because God changed your life. Amen. We are treasures out of darkness. Amen. Riches in secret places. Amen. We were forgotten. We were put aside. But God shone his light and he found us. Amen. How many guys are grateful for that? Amen. Isaiah. 54, 2 and 3, it talks about how we will grow and we will expand and how we will enlarge and how God is going to give us cities and nations that our descendants will dispossess nations, that we will inherit nations, that we will take cities. Amen. That is the promise. That is the vision. Amen. God has made it clear to us. Amen. God has made it clear to us that even in our mission statement, God has given us a clear vision and has outlined our ministry and our purpose and our mission. Amen. Our mission statement encompasses and describes who God has called us to be and what God has called us to do. And our mission statement. If you're not familiar with our mission statement, amen, I want to make you familiar with our mission statement today. Amen. And, and as we, you know, continue on, we're going to look at our mission statement. Amen. Because nothing encompasses it more than this. Amen. I know that our women, our, our men's home knows it. Amen. Preferably our women's home is getting to know it. Amen. I know the women's ministry knows it. Amen. Every discipleship, you're like, let me get two women to come up here. Right. Cynthia probably, I'll give you a book. Right? I'll give you a shirt right? Amen. But they got it. They got, you want to know why the women are on fire? Because they got this. Amen. Why the homes got it is because they got this. Amen. It's inside, right? It's inside. Amen. So real quick, I'm going to read it. Amen. I'm going to read our mission statement. If you know it, say it with me, but don't confuse me. Amen. Praise the Lord. It says, Victory Outreach is an international church-oriented Christian ministry called to the task of evangelizing and discipling the hurting people of the world with the message, hope, and plan of Jesus Christ. This call involves a commitment to plant and develop churches, rehabilitation homes, and training centers in strategic cities of the world. Victory Outreach inspires and instills within people the desire to fulfill their potential in life with a sense of dignity, belonging, and destiny. Victory Outreach works cooperatively with others of mutual purpose in accomplishing the task before us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That is our vision. That is our purpose. And you're like, wait, I missed it. Don't worry. I'm going to break it down here in a minute. Amen. That is our purpose. Amen. And I'm going to, if you, if you see the mission statement, amen, I was trying to get it up there, but we didn't have enough time. Amen. That if you see the mission statement, it's broken up into four paragraphs. Amen. It's broken up into four paragraphs. And I'm going to use each one of those paragraphs today as a point. Amen. As a point to, to, to show us the vision and the purpose that, that, that we have from God. Amen. See, Pastor Sonny didn't create this vision. Right? Pastor Sonny didn't come up with this vision. Sister Julie didn't come up with this vision. Right? It was from God. Right? God gave it to Pastor Sonny. Well, as we were reading that, I didn't see Pastor Sonny's name in there. Right? I didn't see Sister Julie's name in there. Right? Many, many other 
uh, 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 churches or, or religions, they'll put founders' names in there that we follow the teachings of this person, right? No, but Pastor Sonny knows it's not about me. It's about God, amen? It's about Jesus Christ, amen? So in our first paragraph, the first point, amen, in our mission statement of who we are, it says that we, that I put, we are built upon Christ, amen? It says Victory Outreach is an international church-oriented Christian ministry called to the task of evangelizing and discipling the hurting people of the world with the message, hope, of plan of Jesus Christ, amen? Number one, we are built upon Christ, Amen. We are built upon Christ. We don't stand upon anything else. We don't stand upon any other belief or any other type of, uh, uh, of theology. We stand upon the Word of God. Amen. Matthew 28, uh, 19 through 20 says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey all the commands I have given you. Amen. We internalize that scripture. We stand upon that scripture. Amen. That first paragraph pretty much says what Matthew 28 says. Amen. That to go into all the world, we are an international ministry. Amen. To, uh, to, to preach the word is to evangelize. Amen. To disciple is to disciple. Amen. That's what we do. Amen. 1 Corinthians 3, 3.11 says, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. Victory Outreach, our opening, our opening uh, paragraph says we don't lay any other foundation but Christ. We teach Jesus. We teach his resurrection. We teach that he died upon the cross, that he saved us from our sins. Amen. That it's in him that we have all the power. Amen. Victory Outreach is an international church and we stand upon Christ. Amen. Number one, we are built upon Christ. Secondly, the second paragraph pretty much talks about how we are committed to build the kingdom. Amen. We are called and committed to build the kingdom. Amen. It says, the second paragraph says, this call involves a commitment to plant and develop churches, rehabilitation homes, and training centers in strategic cities of the world. Amen. We are called and committed to build the kingdom of God. Amen. By sending out churches, Amen. Like Pastor Darrell was talking about, by sending out victory homes, by sending out men's homes and women's homes and, 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 and training centers. Amen. That, that if you're here today and you're a graduate of, of the men's home or the women's home, raise your hand. Amen. God is powerful. Amen. If you've been in the training center, raise your hand. Amen. God uses these to develop us. Amen. To prepare us. Amen. So, so that his purpose can be achieved. Amen. And in these places, we are taught to hold true, right? We are taught to, to hold on to our beliefs. And we are taught to, to, to not waver. Amen. So we are committed to build the kingdom, planting churches, men's homes, women's homes, training centers, amen, UTCs, MTCs, even uh, establishing Vethi, Victory Education Training Institute. God has called us to train, to raise up, to build the kingdom. Amen. First Timothy 4 chapter 12 through 13 says, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young, but be an example to all believers in what you say, in what you live, and in your love, in your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to each and to the church, the believers, and teaching them. Amen. The reason why I chose this scripture 
is because it says, don't, look up, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, right? You go, well, why are you bringing that out? Because Victory Outreach is actually a young ministry, right? We, have only, we only celebrated 50 years of ministry, right? In comparison, that is a very young ministry. In comparison to other movements and, and other uh, uh, churches, that is very young. There's churches in this city that have been here for hundreds of years or over 100 years, you know. So within 50 years, God has used us to do great and mighty things. Amen. Within being young, right? Being undeveloped, right? Being raw. Come on now. Being from the streets, right? Being from the hood, right? Being from maybe not the most educated backgrounds. God has used us. Amen. We got a few educated, right? But they weren't always educated. Come on, Pastor Paul, right? But by God's grace and by God's mercy, he raises us up. Why? Because of the anointing that is upon us. Amen. We are called to build. Amen. We are a young ministry, but God has anointed us and enabled us to do so much in just a small amount of time. Amen. And he's going to continue to do great things as long as we hold on to the values that he has given us. And we hold to the beliefs that he has given us. Amen. How many guys want to do something great for God? Amen. How many guys want to be used by God? Amen. You may be there today saying, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I want to do something. Amen. I want to let you know that when I was 16 years old, I didn't know what I was going to do. Right? Well, I, I thought I knew what I was going to do. I thought I was going to follow this guy. Right? Probably be like this. No, just kidding. Amen. I love you, Dad. I thought I was, you know. He wasn't raising me up to be a man of God. He was raising me up to be a man of the street, right? Even if, even if he told me don't be like me, I was still going to be like him, right? I thought I was going to go to jail and be in a gang and do all that. But God had other plans, amen? And God came into my life, and I heard the call of God, and it was in Victory Outreach, amen? It was this vision. It was this purpose that, that, that drew me to God. Amen. I'm not saved by this vision. Trust me. None of us are saved by this vision. None of us are saved, but we're saved by God and Christ alone. But God uses it. Come on. But God uses this vision and this purpose. Amen. For our salvation. Amen. That we don't do what we do to be saved, but we do what we do because we're saved. Amen. We do what we do because we're saved, because God set us free, because God changed our life, right? We're grateful because God started a men's home and a women's home and a training center and, and let there be a church here today, right? We're grateful for that. Amen. So we are committed to build the kingdom. Thirdly, it says Victor Outreach inspires and instills within people the desire to fulfill their potential in life with a sense of dignity belonging and destiny. Amen. Thirdly, we are called to build people. Amen. We are called to build people. Amen. Number one, we are built on Christ. Number two, we build the kingdom. And number three, we build people. Amen. We build people, right? We disciple people, right? We encourage people, right? We let them know God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. There's a calling for you. Amen. And I want to let you know today that today's no different. That God has a purpose for you. That God has a calling for you. That God has a plan for you. Amen. When I was 16 years old and I heard that at a mighty man of valor, God changed my life. Right? God changed my life. Because I was like, really? There's a purpose? Right? I, I, we came to Victor Outreach and I thought it was just this. 
Like, oh yeah, that's cool, you know, yeah. But then went to a conference, right? I don't know, was I in the zoo with you when you were talking about that? Were you talking about the room with Pastor Adam in? Is that the zoo? Amen. I don't know what you were talking about, about sleeping in a zoo. <laughs> don't go to conference with my dad and Pastor Paul. Amen. But I went down there to a mighty man of valor, right? I, I was in high school and I heard the vision. And I didn't really even pay attention, wasn't it? But man, the Spirit of God came and boom, hit me like a ton of bricks, right? Pastor Manuel's not here, but man, I was bawling like a baby. I was crying, right? But from then, I felt the call of God to, to change my course. Instead of pursuing this, I began to pursue God and, and made a decision to go to the training center. And from there, God changed my life and, and began to teach me things and build a firm foundation and came back and got involved in youth ministry. And, and from there, man, right? Got blessed with a wife. Come on now. Two beautiful kids. Amen. God is blessing with a good job and a good career. Amen. But you know what? I'm still called. Amen. We're still called. We, I still got a vision. I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to get comfortable, even though it is tempting. It's tempting to just sit back, chill, come to church, pay your tithes, right? Just go to work. Amen. But that's not what God has called me to do. Amen. I, I don't exactly know what God has called me to do. I just know I'm doing it right now. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are called to build people. Amen. Satan and the world tear people down, but we as Victory Outreach build people up. Amen. We build people up. We are called to, to, to help you get to a better place. Amen. We are, we are here to help you to, 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 to grow. Amen. In your understanding, to grow in your wisdom, to grow in your abilities. Do you know that you have giftings that you don't even know you have? Do you know that there's somebody out there that knows how to pay, play the piano, piano and you ain't never sat behind a piano before? Do you know that there's people out there right now that you're called to preach and you've never held a microphone before? The gifting is in you. God is calling you. God has a purpose for you. I never thought that I would be a preacher. I never thought that I would be able to play the guitar or anything like that, right? Where I, you know, some people are like, you can't play. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> My dad likes it. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. But you have giftings. You have talents. You have abilities. Amen. For the young people, you have giftings, talents that God wants to use, right? You ha have a, a realm of influence right? Your high school, your junior high, your office, wherever you're at, God has called you to preach, to speak, right? Even one-on-one -on -one over a latte, come on, right? God has a purpose for you. We are called to build, amen? God has anointed us to rebuild the broken and deserted, amen? First Corinthians 1.27 says, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, amen? That God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong, amen? Was anybody here broken? Come on, was anybody here deserted, right? Was anybody here weak and, and distraught, amen? And, and didn't know which way was up, Amen. And then God came into your life and began to put the pieces back together. Amen. Begin to bring your family back together. Begin to bring your kids back into your life. Come on. That's what God does through a ministry like this. Amen. What the enemy destroys, God brings back together. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. 
Amen? God has great plans in store for us. Amen? God wants to do great things through our life. Amen? It's not just about Pastor Stevon or Sister Chella or, or Brother Eric or Pastor Greg. No, it's you. It's you. Amen? It's you, Damon. Come on now. It's, it's you, Enrique. Come on now. Where's Esmeralda? It's her too. Amen? It's you guys, the next generation, the gang. Amen? The kids gang. Amen? But we need to hold on to the values that God has given us. Are you guys getting that this morning? Are you guys getting that this afternoon? That, it, that we have to hold on and stand strong. When opposition comes, when the devil comes and tries to threaten what we believe and, and threaten what we stand for, that we need to stand our ground and know that God is fighting for us. Amen. That greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. It doesn't matter if, if somebody gets elected in office, we're still going to stand our ground. Amen. And that's a plug. You need to vote on Tuesday. Amen. You really need to. Amen. And that's it. Amen. Separation, church, and state. I mean, that's not what it means, but anyway, sounded good. But it's up to us, right? It's up to us, right? Whether you support him or not, we don't serve Donald Trump. We serve God. Amen. We don't serve Gavin Newsom or John Cotton. We serve God. Amen. We serve God. It doesn't matter what they say. We're going to do what God says. Amen. We're going to hold on to what God says. Amen. This word has endured thousands of years and hasn't changed. And we ain't going to change it now. Amen. We hold on to God's promise. Amen. We build people. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, that the old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. Amen. I want to let you know here today that through the power of Christ, you can become a new creation. Amen. That, that through Victory Outreach, God can create a new spirit inside of your heart. A new heart, you know, a new mind, right? A new train of thinking, right? That instead of being a dope fiend, amen, you could be a men's home director. Come on, right? Encouraging people, training people, amen. See, God has so much in store for us, so many opportunities, giftings, and promises, amen, that they're there waiting for us to grab a hold of it. Amen. That, it, that it's been said, and you probably heard it before, that, that God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. Amen. You may be there thinking, I, I have no abilities. I have no giftings. I have no degree. Don't worry. God has it under control. Right? God can open a door for you to go to a university. God can open a door for you to, to develop skills and talents. God, God can make a way for your calling if you step into it. Amen. God has called us to internalize this vision and this purpose and this call. Amen. Like Paul encouraged Timothy to carry out the ministry God gave him, we too are being encouraged today to carry out this ministry, to carry out this vision. Amen. That I want to give you guys something to hold on to. I want to give you guys the vision. Amen. That it's up to us to hold it. It can't be all on our pastor. Amen. But it has to be upon us. And we are to carry this ministry forward for the next generation, for those who are lost and for those who are bound. Amen. We can't allow the world or society or culture to change us. Amen. To change who we are or what we believe. Amen. We are Victory Outreach. We are called by God and we stand for God. Amen. As the worship team comes this afternoon, we're going to get ready to wrap it up.
But I wanted to come here today to encourage you that you're a part of something great. You're a part of something great. Amen. And there are other great ministries. There are other great churches that, that have the same values that we do. That they, that they don't sway to the left or to the right, but they stay on the steady course. There are great ministries, right? There's many of them, right? And, and that's our fourth point, right? The fourth part of the mission statement says, Victor Outreach works cooperatively with others of mutual purpose in accomplishing the task before us. Amen. We work together. Right? It's not just us alone. We don't think that Victory Outreach is, is all high and mighty and, and without flaw. No, trust me, we got flaws. We got issues. Amen. I'm not going to. Amen. Praise the Lord. We got them. Just look around. Don't point at nobody. Don't point at Debbie. Don't point. No, just kidding. But we work together. We work together. We join together. Right? As one body, like the word says. We are one body with many parts with many members. Amen. And that doesn't only go from one church to another, but I want to let you know that we need to work together here. Amen. That we need to work cooperatively here in accomplishing the task that God has for us. Amen. It can't just be a handful of individuals. How much greater, how much more can we do if we all gather together, if we all answer the call, if we all put our life on the line, if we all chip in, if we all say, I'm willing, I'm available. How much more can we do to reach the loss? Do you have family members that are lost? Do you have friends that are lost?